Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. Uh, if you're listening on Pocket Casts, hello, welcome. If you're listening on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, hello, welcome. If you're listening another way, God, I don't know how, but I'd love to know because they're the two platforms I'm most aware of, if I'm honest. Um, there was a time when people used to email me and say, I'm listening on like a you know, Wi-Fi radio that had an MP3 podcast subscription thing. I remember having to set up a whole new um, URL for people to subscribe, but I don't know if people still do that. I really don't know. I absolutely have no idea. I know exactly how many of you are. There are, but I don't really know where you are. Um, I can get some basic stats, but it's always good to hear from you for that very purpose. Uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Bunch of things to talk about this evening, including photography, uh, mobile phones. Uh, we'll obviously talk about our great sponsors, Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology. Uh, without them, I would ask you to pay. Now, here's a question. Who'd pay? <laughs> let's say it was um, uh, let's say it was $15 a month yes or no hit me on Twitter at Trevor Long what should the hashtag be yes I'd pay or no would I pay and then just yes or no but to be clear I have no intention of charging for the podcast in fact I don't even know how you would <laughs> but I'm just curious. Yeah, It's an interesting medium, podcasting, for that very reason. Um, but yes, a bunch of calls. Uh, there are a bunch of people on the line waiting to chat about anything from Android to roaming to viruses to laptops to Windows 10 to goodness knows what else. They're all there. And they're here to inform you and me at the same time. See, we all get informed together about what the possible woes of the world are and uh, importantly how to fix them. Because if I can't, I'll find someone who will. That is what we do here on Your Tech Life. That is why we're here each and every week. And that is why we are 293 episodes, well, after this one, in the can. Uh, cracking way to enjoy your uh, Wednesday morning, Thursday afternoon. I don't know what it is, but uh, get in touch. Let me know when you're listening, why you're listening, how you're listening. It's always good to hear from you. Jump on Twitter, at Trevor Long. This is Your Tech Life. <laughs> So I got sent these things as I reached for the box called the Olo Clip. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Olo Clip because it has one of those little things above the O. I'm a very, very cultured individual, as you can tell. Now, their, their slogan is, your best shot just got better. Um, the price of the 4-in-1 lens system for your iPhone is about $129, although I was told and I found that you could buy them at Dick Smith this week um, for like $89. Now, I have a feeling that that price may have since disappeared. Yes, it's back up to $119, but that's still cheaper than it was. Um, so what do you get for $119? You get a four-in-one camera lens for your iPhone. Now, you'll know if you've got an iPhone, it takes great photos. But... Most of the zooming and stuff has to be done digitally, and that's not so good. So 
This has the four-in-one version. Before I tell you about the two-in-one, which... Oh, God, where's the box for that? I don't even know. Here it is, because I left them at work. Um, the two-in-one has different options. So the four-in-one has a fisheye lens, and that is that, you know, that really bubbly, round kind of... Gives you a sense of everything around, but it looks a bit distorted. So fisheye lens is cool. Gives you a wide-angle lens, which is basically uh, kind of like doing a half panorama, um, which is great. So you get more of the picture in. But then when you unscrew these two lenses off, you, you get a 10 times and 15 times macro lens. Now, let me put that in perspective. You I'll just throw it down. You, you must go to the website, eftm.com.au. Have a look for my review of the Olo Clip. Now, I took a photo of a 10-cent piece. Now, try this yourself if you've got an iPhone. Put your iPhone lens up against a 10-cent piece so that just the 10 is showing. And take a photo. Blurry. Very, very blurry. You won't be able to see things. With the Olo Clip, which snaps onto the top of your phone and covers the covers both lenses, the front and the back, you can put your phone within five millimeters of a ten cent piece and take a beautifully high resolution in focus photograph of every nick on that ten cent piece. In fact, the ten is completely visible. I did it on a watch. I did. It was amazing. I could not believe what I was taking photos of. And then the other product is the Oloclip 2-in-1, uh, the active lens, they call it. This one has a telephoto, which zooms in. So it's a two-times optical zoom, so you're not getting crappy digital zoom um, quality, and you're getting a beautiful zoom. And then there's an ultra-wide lens on that as well. So I've got to be honest, if you do any photography, this is cool. This is very cool. So oh, I couldn't believe this product. It was very cool. It's been available on the iPhone 5s and stuff before. Now available on the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. Check it out, eftm.com.au. The other product I've been playing with for the last week or so is the Oppo R7G, because it's gold. Um, Oppo or Oppo is the Chinese mobile phone company who make beautiful products. I went to Singapore, see a couple of their products last year. The R7 is, is thin. Um, I'm just going to sit it side by side here with an iPhone 6. It looks to me to be a bit thinner than an iPhone 6, just a tiny, tiny bit, tiny, tiny bit. Um, it's a little bigger, um, yeah, slightly bigger, um, but it's kind of flat and square. Now, a couple, of, a couple of funny things out of the box. Screen protector installed and a plastic uh, case, you know, buffer case to go around it in the box. Now, that's cool. That's very cool. Um, 
The uh, the phone is a $449 outright purchase at Dick Smith. It is available at Optus, $0 on a $40 plan with 500 meg of data, um, $0 on a $60 plan with like 3 gig of data. Um, I, my headline, my, my, my story on EFTM was, if you're not at least considering this phone when you're buying an Android phone, it's only because you're blinkered. Now that happens in stores. You walk in, they've got L, they've got Samsung all there. They don't really show you the other options. Imagine if there was only one display device for every available device, but that's not the case. They show six or seven Samsungs, one Oppo, you know, whatever. If you actually had the chance to play with these phones, you'd realise that, frankly, this thing does everything the others do. Now you know what the screen isn't quad HD. But it's very, very nice. <laughs> it's beautiful. I can't. It it looks retina to me if you if you're if you're an iPhone user. It it's fast. I have no problems at all with how fast it is to load load apps and things like that. The camera is good, not great, but great. Oh, sorry, good but not great. Good enough for all the social sharing and lots of emails. It's probably not good for you know printed reproductions. I don't know. Um, I, I literally. Struggle to see why you would go higher than the $450 price tag. I'm going to review a bunch of phones in this price range over the next couple of months, and we'll see what, we'll see what comes out of that. But right now, if you're in the market for an Android phone, Oppo. Oppo R7. Uh, great phone. Well worth checking out. It's a Dick Smith, um, and all you've got to do is go there to check it out, obviously. It's not hard. Um, and uh, let me know what you think. I'd be very, very interested to know what you think of a device like the Oppo R7. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation GPS Technology. And they say, join the movement. Vivo Active. Play harder, work smarter, live better. The GPS smartwatch for the active lifestyle. Now, built-in activities and smart notifications keep you, uh, help you keep a healthy balance between work and life. So built-in sports apps, smart notifications from your, from your smartphone, GPS technology, it's all built in. Um, you know, you've got running, golf, bike, movement, swim apps, all, all there on the, on the, on the wristwatch. Uh, it's a square screen. It, it looks and feels like a normal watch. Um, it's a great little device. And when paired with the Garmin Connect app, which is beautifully designed and gives you good motivation, this is, um, this is everything you need in a, in a smartwatch, especially for those who are active and healthy. Uh, check it out. The Garmin Vivo Active smartwatch is at Garmin.com. .au. Now, let me uh, try and ad-lib my way here through a few emails because uh, I did ask you about um, uh, podcasts you listen to. Uh, Pete Smith um, emailed me, uh, says, as well as Your Tech Life and Two Blokes, I never miss download this show with Mark Fennell. Mark Fennell, uh, Mark's presentation style is always enjoyable. Yes, I work with Mark at SPS. He's, uh, he's a top bloke, does a lot of work, hardworking man. Um, I have also been listening to Mark Boris since your recommendation. That's good. I listen to a number of science and technology podcasts. A fun one I'd recommend is The Infinite Monkey Cage with Professor Brian Cox and comedian Robin Ince. Covers deep science topic um, in a very fun way. Uh, it seems to come out in short seasons. I'd recommend lifting, listening to some of last year's episodes for a good indication of the show. Um, that's pretty cool. And he mentions that uh, later on that The Infinite Monkey Cage in uh, this week is about land speed records and cars. So I will get onto that one for sure. Um, 
Joe from Wetherill Park. I uh, just heard you on Triple M. I'm hoping to get the name of Logitech Steering Wheel and Play Seat Details. We'd love to have a look. Now, um, I mentioned that on Triple M. Mark Geyer asked me what the thing on Twitter was. So that's the Logitech Play. So, so the Logitech G29 is the new steering wheel. I'll review that shortly on AFTM. And the Play Seat. Look that up. Play Seat is the sensational seat I have to play Formula One games on my PlayStation. Um, uh, Justin, couldn't get a hold of you, mate. We will try you again next week uh, with your Navman questions. Uh, Tony, likewise, couldn't get a hold of you, mate, about your Outlook question. We'll get a hold of you next week. Um, and there's one other... Uh, someone asking about show notes. No, no. Uh, and, oh, this is one. Uh, Ian um, from Yatala. Uh, says, first up, thanks for the fantastic podcast. Listens to uh, Two Blokes and Your Tech Life on Pocket Casts in the car. Hardly listens to the radio anymore. Well, I'm kind of the same these days a bit. Um, uh, on podcasts, you might be interested in Inside Supercars, BBC's Checkered Flag Formula One, Sky Sports Formula One, 60 Minutes USA and 48 Hours. They all sound very much like me. Ooh, I'm loving those recommendations, Ian. And Ian um, has a, uh, a a job in a... In a field that I absolutely love, and Ian, I will most certainly be in touch. Um, that was a very nice email to receive. Thank you, Ian. A um, couple more here. Ian Burns, uh, Ian from Warragi, uh, if I pronounce that correctly, um, asked for funny and interesting shows. I'm a movie fan, a very fun, very, and found a very good show uh, on BBC Five Live. Mark Kermode and Simon Mayo's film review. My favourite game of the year, if not the best ever, is Monuments. It's a puzzle game. However, the graphics are terrific. Just about to download Windows 10. Good on you, and Thanks for listening. Uh, always thanks for downloading. Um, great to hear from you all. Great for you to get in touch. Great for you to uh, be involved in the show. Um, thank you very much for that. Now, before uh, we jump into all the calls, because I've kept them waiting and they're all here to go, um, 31 prizes in 31 days. I, I frankly forgot to mention this last week. Very rude of me, wasn't it? But as of uh, August the 1, August the 1st, we, um, we began giving away a prize a day. Now, there is no rule about how I'm going to do it, but I have 31 prizes, $15,000 worth of prizes. I'm not mucking around here. I've got everything from Bluetooth speakers, mice, um, fitness bands, speakers, uh, I've said that already, watches, laptops, sat-navs, bikes, lawnmowers, whippersnippers, uh, tablet computers, Wi-Fi range extenders. I have got something for everyone. And some of them will be given away on the website. So today, and by the time you listen, competition's closed. Uh, we gave away a TCL TV. You had to go to the website and you had to share actively uh, across the internet. Uh, tomorrow we might just do a simple little Twitter giveaway. One day I might do a simple Instagram giveaway. One day it might be on Facebook. All you need to do is connect with EFTM on social media, online. So like us on Facebook. It's the best thing you can do because I'll always promote everything on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. Uh, but if you, for example, click uh, in the search and search for EFTM, you'll probably find EFTM come up very quickly. Uh, on uh, on Twitter, at EFTM and at Trevor Long and on Instagram I am on Instagram I am at Trevor Long AU. Now someone named Evelyn has drawn a picture of the hashtag EFTM, the the TV. I mean, I'm so excited about how how the lengths people are going to 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 win these prizes. 
They are awesome prizes. I didn't hold back at all on these. There are $15,000 worth of prizes. You are my most loyal fans um, because you are listeners. You download the show. So I would love for some of you to enter and to listen and to win. Um, Hint, I'm the judge. I choose who wins. I get to choose based on, you know, people's engagement or how funny their entries are. I may have a leaning towards people who listen to the podcast. So you may or may not have an advantage if you mention that in your entries. That's all. Just saying. Uh, it's a fun thing. It's a great just celebration of everything EFTM because we love giving stuff away. And it's uh, good to have your company each and every week right here on EFTM on Your Tech Life. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. That is the show. You can download anytime you like on the Pocket Casts or Apple iTunes podcast app, whatever you like, or you can go to the website, eftm.com.au. Let's go uh, Let's go to Tawoon Bay. G'day, Robbie. Trevor, how are you, mate? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Mate, I've just started a new business, and I've been operating uh, for the last couple of years on a, a cheap uh, laptop around about $500, mm-hmm. and uh, my new business involves the use of uh, some sub-graphics. It's an it's a apparel range, uh, graphic design programs, MYOB, which traditionally was basically made my laptop kill itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm after a reasonably priced desktop that will be capable of the things that I'm doing, um, so I can still use my laptop when I travel, but have something a bit more powerful in the office where I need it the most. Totally, totally. Um have you got a budget? I mean, it's a tough one because, you know, obviously you can spend a bucket load of money on laptops. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, everyone, everyone is limited by that funny thing called the bank balance. Absolutely. Look, I was sort of looking something just north of $1,000, not too far north, obviously, yep. but something in that, that price range I think would be reasonable for, for what I need it for. Now, remind me again, what do you think is the most, pa- most power-intensive thing you're going to have to do? Video? Yeah, we do a bit of media stuff. So we do some, we record some stuff on uh, the Garmin Verb, which is kind of like yes, a, a, yeah, a little, GoPro. Little, little GoPro style thing, yeah. Yeah, so we do a lot of media stuff there, course reviews, product reviews and whatnot, and sort of just playing and and, and um, bit of editing uh, as well. So that'd be the most powerful thing I would have thought. Well, it would be remiss of me not to get a blatant plug-in for the 31 prizes in 31 days competition that I'm currently running on EFTM because there are several laptops in that lineup, I'll be honest with you. Um, they're good too. I mean, there's um, sure. there's one we've already given away. There's a Lenovo G series, a Lenovo Y series, and a Lenovo Yoga Three. So there, there are a couple there. I'd, I'd recommend you keep your eyes out for. Um, sure. I'm looking here later in the month, around the 20th, 28th, and 31st will be hopefully those prizes. So always try, mate. Always try. The eyes will be peeled. The uh, Look, Lenovo, I have a, a leaning towards only because they're a bloody great company. They're really kind of open. They show me all their products. It's very rare sometimes. It's just stupid. Some companies are a bit limiting in what they want to talk about. But, you know, they've got a, a gaming laptop. Now, this sounds crazy, right? But a gaming laptop is kind of what you need because you want that power, right? Now, they've got one at the moment, the Y40, which is $999. And all let right. me tell you, that's, that price is only for a couple of weeks. They told me this um, a couple of weeks ago. They were going to have these specials. So it's normally, I think, about 1600 But it's got, it's got exactly what I will recommend to you, an Intel Core i7. I think you must get an i7 because you're going to do video. It's got, sure. it's got 8 gig of RAM, and it's got a 1 terabyte hard drive. Now, it doesn't have awesome battery life, 5 hours, but that is pretty standard when you're spending the amount of money you're spending. Um. Mm-hmm. 
if you do a go kind of um, a little bit more money, you might get more RAM, so more memory. You might get 16 gig of memory. So to be honest, I'd be on the Lenovo website as soon as you can and, and check out those online deals, see whether there's something you can see there. Um, gaming is is the range that they're talking about, but because gamers need power, that's what you're going to get is, is the same thing, that you're going to get power, right, which is good for video editing. Now, my, my second uh, kind of go-to is the JB Hi-Fi website because they have a really cool you know sliding mechanism to say how much do you want to spend. And if you were to spend, well, let's look here, a thousand bucks on an Asus 13-inch notebook. You're going to get an Intel Core i5 processor with four gig of RAM and 128 gig solid-state hard drive. The only good thing about that compared to the one I just told you about was the solid-state hard drive, but it's tiny. So you, you see how you compromise whatever you kind of change or do. There's always going to be a compromise. Um, uh, JB Hi-Fi have a Dell. And these are not, you know, spruiking. This is just I'm on their website. I'm looking like you would be, right? They have a Dell uh, for $998, Intel Core i7, tick, 8 gig of RAM, tick, 1 terabyte hard drive, tick. So that one there is probably comparable to the Lenovo. Um, But those are the specs I want you to get. I want you to get an i7. I want you to get at least 8 gig of RAM. And I want you to have massive amount of storage if you can because videos take up space. Absolutely, and you know, so don't compromise on the on the on the core i seven. That to be honest, that's the number one thing because if you compromise and get an i five, it's a beautiful laptop, but in a year you'll be ringing me back on what do I get now? Sure. So, um, the thing about the i seven, you know, we've done a bit of video editing. What you realise is, you know, when you've finished editing a video and then you're exporting it, yeah, takes hours. Yes. The i seven, it'll take minutes. Wow. So you'll go from spending an hour and a half waiting for something to spending 30 minutes. So I'm not talking two minutes. It'll still take time depending on how long the video is, but it will radically change the amount of time it takes to do that exporting process. So that's why you want to invest in the, in the processor, Intel Core i7, and as much RAM as you can buy. Fantastic. All right. What's the business again? It's uh, RJ Golf Apparel. It's a brand new range of golf uh, clothing. Golf clothing. That's a, that's a crowded market, man. What makes you go into a golf apparel um, business? Oh, I'm a golf nut. It's a passion. I feel like there's a gap in the market for, for great quality apparel at a reasonable price. Have you got a website? Have you got a website? www.rjgolf.com.au. Uh, should be live in the next week or so. Oh, in the, oh I'm too early. I'm there and it's blank. <laughs> Rightio. Fantastic. Sounds good, mate. Um, let me know when it's launched, mate, and uh, send me some pics. We uh, we can write about it on the old website, mate. Certainly will. Really appreciate your help, Trevor. Thanks very much, All right, mate. mate. Good on you, and good luck with the shopping. Thanks very much. Cheers. And if you've got a question about technology, anything you like, jump on the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Uh, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, it's lovely to have your company. Let's go back to calls. G'day, Martin. Today, um, yeah, I'd like to find out. I'm going to uh, Seattle, and I'm going to do to Canada to do the Rockies and Alaska. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering what's the best travel sum to get for that. Ah, very, very good point. Now, which who's your Australian carrier? Optus. Have you considered roaming with them? Um, I spoke to them, and it, uh, it sounds it's pretty pricey. What do you call pretty uh, pricey? Because uh, I don't know. I'm just, those I'm countries, just going to what, what they told me. Those countries are ten dollars a day, basically. 
Um, right. Now, $10 a day gets you unlimited national and international calls and SMSs and 50, do- 50 megabytes of data. That's right. To be honest, on the data side, it's not that great, but on the keeping yeah. in touch calls and, uh, and text side of things, it's pretty darn good. It means that people can ring you on your own number and you can ring your friends and family. It also means you can keep texting right. people. So that's a very good thing. But the right. da- 50 meg a day on, on data is right. it's not a lot, right? It's, it's gonna, you're going to struggle to keep that in check. So if, you, if you're heavy on data, then it's actually really hard to roam other than Vodafone who have excellent roaming. And, you know, one of the tips I give is just go and sign up to a Vodafone SIM. Um, that has international right. roaming. You sign up to Vodafone on one of their red plans. You know, let's say you sign up at forty bucks a month. Then add five dollars uh-huh. a day while you're overseas, and you've got international roaming. It means it's a phone number you can give to your uh, friends and family before you go, um, and oh, you know, right. just great simplicity. Now, the there are a couple of issues you mentioned cruising. Uh, often, Correct. when you're on a cruise, uh, roaming is ridiculously expensive because it's not even classed yeah, as being in the country. So be very careful and and maybe consider keeping your contact to an absolute minimum while cruising. Um, um, the other one to consider is a thing called Travel Sim. Now, these are available at Australia Post Outlets. They are sensational in, in many ways because they can be all set up before you go. You can go and buy one. Right, okay. it, it gives you a crazy uh, Estonian mobile number, but it's a mobile number that uh-huh. people can ring you on while you're away. It, uh, it's really easy to manage the credit Again, it's pretty expensive on the data, but it's another way of going. So in honest, in, in, in my view, the absolute simplest way to go is to roam with Optus and pay $10 a day for the days that you roam, but be very right. careful about data. The best way to roam with data included is to be a Vodafone customer. And, okay. and lastly, the travel sim is a great option as well. All right. Okay. Thank you for that. No worries. Good advice. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Thank you. Good on you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And if you've got a question, a comment, a problem, or you want to have a chat about any of the technology in your life, jump onto Twitter, at Trevor Long. I'll say good day there. Or, uh, of course, on the website, eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading wherever you are. Let's go to Brighton Lassands. G'day, Frank. Hey, Trev. How you going, Trevor? How are things down there in the beautiful Brighton Lassands area? Uh, very nice, mate. Very nice. Well, I'm, just, uh, I'm just a bit concerned regarding this, uh, this hacking uh, concerning Android. Oh, uh, yes. A very good concern to have, mate. Yeah, It's one of those ones where it's like no one's been affected, but, geez, if someone gets affected, we're all in strife. So good to be vigilant. Right. So what was your concern? You want to know how to avoid it? Yes, mate. Yes. I'm, uh, yeah, my phone's fairly new. Otherwise, I would, uh, I would go to uh, iOS, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, look the, the number one thing you can do is keep your eye out for any software updates that come. But the second thing I've discovered since the last week's podcast is, and it will be different in every version of Android, so I'll give you the broad thing, and then you might have to dig around or look it up online. But I open up the SMS app. So the messaging app on my little Android phone here. And then, you know how there's like three dots, which is normally the menu? Find that. Find the menu and then go settings. Now, what you want to look for in the settings of your messages app is under multimedia message, there's an option to auto-retrieve. 
And so that will automatically retrieve any picture messages that you get. Untick that. Now, if that's not right. ticked, it means that they can't send this thing to you and attack you without you knowing. But what it will mean is if you get an MMS, like a picture message from your wife or your kids or whatever it might be, it'll come through and you'll have to tap to download it. And if that's right. if that's all you need to do to protect yourself, I reckon it's a pretty good deal. And if you get an, oh, yeah. a, if you get a multimedia message from a, a number you don't know, then don't download it. Thank you. Thanks, so it's, it's pretty much as easy as that, actually, to be honest. And uh, that's that way you can keep yourself safe. What sort of phone have you got? Uh, it's a Sony uh, one Compact. Nice phone. I like that phone. Yeah, it is a it is a nice phone, mate. Did you get yeah, the yellow one? Very powerful. Very very powerful. White or yellow? No, I went for the uh, I went for the white. Very good. I've got a yellow one, so yeah. I struggle to use it. It looks it looks a little yeah, airy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's in a case, so uh, you you really wouldn't know. But but uh, no, I'm very happy with it, mate. Oh, but, that's good. Um, well, don't I don't let this very much, Trevor. Don't let this put you off. It's a great operating system. It's a great phone. These things will happen, yeah. but as long as you're smart, yeah. vigilant, and keep listening, then you'll be fine, Frankie boy. All right. Thank you very much, Trevor, and I'll, uh, I'll listen to you on a Saturday, mate, and uh, I think it's a great program, mate. Oh, good on you, mate. Really appreciate it. I'll be down your way soon to go plane spotting. Bloody love it. Oh, good stuff. Trevor, yeah. uh, just one little question before you go. Um, you know, uh, if, for example, for one reason or another, we miss the program on Saturday on mm. TUE, yep. is there any other way, mate, uh, that we can retrieve the show, like SoundCloud or something like that? Sadly, the TUE show isn't podcast, but gee whiz, okay. the show that you are on right now, which is my podcast, Your Tech Life, is as good if not just a little better than the TUE show. Oh, oh, <laughs> so good, get oh, no, down. what I want you to do is to you, on, on your Android phone, I want you to go into that Google Play Store. I want you to download Pocket Casts, which is a sensational Pocket, Pocket Casts, um, Pocket sensational Car. Aussie-built app. It's Casts, C-A-S-T-S, Pocket Casts. As in podcasts. As, 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 in, as in pocket, as in uh, your own, like your hand pocket. That's yeah? it. Put it in your pocket. And uh, cast is in, you know, the cast on your arm, but it stands for podcasting, obviously. Podcasts. Um, yeah, pocket... C- spell it, mate. C-A-S-T? That's it. C-A-S-T-S. Pocket good, good. Cast. That's an Aussie app that allows you to subscribe to podcasts. And if you go in there and search for either Trevor Long or Your Tech Life, you'll find my podcast. Yeah. You can you can download, you can subscribe, and you can listen to me whenever you like, mate. All oh, right? Oh, great, mate. Thanks very much for that, mate. Good Thank on you, you. Frank. Stay Thank well, you. mate. As I said, mate, you're a genius. Oh, you're lovely, man. Good on you, mate, and uh, get in touch any time. Thank you. Good on you. And if you've got a question, a problem, a comment, whatever it might be, jump on the phone. Say good day. Um, plane spotting. Jeez, I'm a nerd. How good is it? <laughs> yeah, anytime you like, get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Follow me on Twitter, at Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, jump on the website, eftm.com.au, as did Brian. G'day, Brian. G'day, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate? Trevor, I've got a a problem with uh, my... uh, Well, I have a set of Bluetooth headphones, Mm -hmm. and uh, I was wondering if there's some way I can connect those to the sound on my Samsung TV. Oh, (laughs) So you've got a Samsung TV, you've got Bluetooth headphones, and you want to connect the earphones to the TV. That's a great question. Great question. Um, well, I see 
endless numbers of Bluetooth headphones around these days mm. and lots of TVs that don't have any way of connecting them. And that's and funny, isn't it? Because you think... Hearing or you want to go, to, you know, if someone else wants to go to bed early and you don't want to disturb them, you can turn the sound off on the TV mm. and, and use your Bluetooth headphones. Right. I know exactly what you want to do. So what we really need is something that's, that's going to distribute the, the signal via Bluetooth. Now, I've seen things online. I just don't remember ever seeing them kind of around. But where, whereabouts do you live, Brian? In Brisbane. Okay. Now, there's a company called Wireless One who sell a thing which I've never heard of. But it's called a Logitech Bluetooth Audio Adapter, and it is exactly what you need. So basically, ah. um, it takes you know you plug it into the wall, but then you plug an auxiliary, so a three and a half mil you know headphone style plug into the back of this thing, and then you check that your TV has a headphone socket because I've had TVs in the past that don't have a headphone socket. Well, you're right. My first Samsung TV didn't have one. This one? and But the one I have now does have one. Okay, good. And it also has uh, an optical audio out. Well, I, I reckon you'll struggle to find something that goes optical to Bluetooth, but this one has, for example, RCAs as well, you know, your white and, and red RCAs. It says this is forty-nine. Uh, sorry, $39. Um, uh, it's a Logitech device, so it can't be that bad. Um, no. Look, a quick search online tells me that you're going to be okay. In fact... I have found one at Kogan. It's seventeen bucks. Uh, it's a Kogan wireless adapter for Bluetooth audio. So mm. it. I'm just trying to see if I can find more photos of it, but it looks like it has again just a really simple little one plug input, and then it must have USB for power or something like that, and then out output yes. is is via Bluetooth. Um, yeah. T- oh, actually, this one says it's got a battery. So maybe you'll just okay. charge it, and but I, the worry about that would be remembering to recharge it. But that's only seventeen dollars plus shipping. So oh. yeah, mate, I think um, I think you are going to be a hundred percent fine. You just got to find a place that stocks them because it doesn't seem like the sort of thing that a, a Dick Smith would have. Um, very no. niche what, product. What was the brand you mentioned, Trevor? The original one, the first one I mentioned was Logitech. Yeah, and the second one I mentioned was Kogan. And to be honest, Kate. Okay. K O G A N. Kogan is an online retailer. Um, they'll, you know, have it shipped to you within days. The Logitech one is, if you search online for Logitech Bluetooth, um, I'm just loading another page. Bluetooth audio adapter. You'll find uh, several shops that have them. Doesn't seem like the sort of thing. I, I bet you they don't stock it in Australia properly through retail. I reckon these are all grey inputs, but who cares, mate? As long as you can get it. So Logitech Bluetooth audio adapter. That's going to cost you about. Thirty-seven, thirty-nine dollars plus shipping, you're, and you're a winner. You're on. That's perfect. Thank you very much for your help. All right, mate. That was easy. I'm glad it's yeah. good though. See that? I, see, I, I learned I've there. Got, I learned something. One thing to to say to you. I, yeah. I was listening to your podcast, mm-hmm. and I heard a bloke talking about having trouble with his pixelation on his uh, digital TV. Yes. Yes. Which I had the same problem in living in a block of units, and I thought it was the aerial. Yeah. But the building manager assured me it wasn't. <laughs> and he said, oh, you just need to get some new aerial cables from the wall socket to your TV, which I did, but I still had the problem. Yeah. And then one day, by just by pure chance, I happened to turn off uh, uh, an Astone um, uh, media box that I had running, 
and I turned off the power supply at the power point and all my pixelation went away. And on further investigation, I found the power, you know, the little transformer yeah, or power yeah. supply for that box was faulty. Oh. And I, I re- it obviously was giving off a, a sine curve or something. That what, wasn't made, right. what made and you think of that device to turn it off? I, I didn't think of it in relation to that. It was just I had to turn it off to unplug it to do something, and yeah. then and I removed it. I took it somewhere else, I think, and and then I was watching TV and I found all the pixelation had gone away. And <laughs> when I I then went and plugged this thing back in, and it immediately came back. And I turned it off, and it went away. So that's how I trial narrowed and it down. error. God love it. Yeah. Well, that's really good so, feedback, though. So, so yeah, if you're having digital TV issues, not a bad idea to do, use a bit of trial and error on on uh, power packs and different things around the house to see what might be yes. causing interference. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Well, I've learnt several anyway. things from you, Brian. That's excellent. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting thanks in touch. Thanks for your help. And thanks for listening. Okay. Bye, Trevor. Goodbye and all the best. Thank you very much. And you can get in touch if you've got a question. Uh, or a problem, or you just want to have a chat about anything technology, uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. You can get in touch anytime you like. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Trevor. G'day. It's always strange talking to another Trevor, I have to say. <laughs> There's a few of us around. Well, that's good. I like to. I like safety in numbers, mate. Safety in numbers. What can I do for you? Um, since I installed Windows 10... On my uh, laptop, um, I've got uh, next to the speaker on the icon down the bottom. I've got a red cross, and if I put the mouse on there, it comes up and says there's no audio. Uh, hang on, no audio output devices installed. Uh-huh. Right. Well, I have a feeling this is going to be one of many similar calls from people after they upgrade to Windows 10. The problem is um, the sound driver for your computer uh, is not up to date. Now, there's a couple of things you can do. The first one is, uh, have you been to the Hewlett-Packard HP support forums? I've tried to, and it's a bit, uh, a bit uh, long drawn out to get onto them, but anyway, I'll try hmm. again. Well, so, so don't try getting a hold of them. Don't try and actually you know talk to someone. Try and find... Um, a download. So what you do is find, type in your model number, uh, go to the go to the support page for your specific model, and what you want to look for is you want to look for the download drivers for that model. So what 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 did you say it was? It was a Pavilion D seven. DV seven. DV seven or just D seven? That's just DV seven. D for dog, B for Bob. No, D for dog, B for Victor. So you type that in to find my product, although it doesn't... Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, there's a bunch of other numbers that'll come after it, so, oh, but I'll just click on one for fun, the DV7-6000. So you want to find the, the dash and see which one it should be. But when you, um, when you then... Oh, goodness me, they've got a lot of different products. Um, you've got to click through and find that specific one. Then you'll find um, a software and drivers page for that specific product. Okay. okay, and and then what you want to do is you want to you want to look for the the driver to download. Now they, to be honest, they they may. In fact, I've just seen a little alert come up on the HD page saying looking for Windows ten drivers. If you're running Windows ten, use the Windows update to to download drivers. Uh, check back soon for more Windows ten drivers. So 
I think this will be one of those situations where if it doesn't update today and fix it, it'll update over the coming days and weeks. So you're probably going to have to run a Windows update regularly uh, and check whether or not it's um, it's it's updated its drivers because they will update the drivers. How old is that machine? Oh, it's probably about three or four years. Yeah, so look, it's on the edge of the life cycle, but I'd like to hope that they um, that they will update it. So um, for computers sold after 2013 with compatible hardware, HP has tested and approved specific software and drivers to support Windows 10. Um, if your computer is not tested and drivers are not available, uh, use Windows Update to get the latest software and drivers. HP and other manufacturers will release updated software drivers when they're tested and approved. So... Yeah, basically, you got to keep waiting. So keep updating and keep checking and then hope right. that they, they update yours very soon. But unfortunately, you won't be the first person and you won't be the last with that problem, I, I fear. Okay, fine. All right, so jump onto, the, jump onto the HP website and, uh, and, and look for the support of that specific model and you'll get a bunch of guidance there as I just have on their website. Great. Good on you, mate. All right. Thank you for getting in touch. Thanks, Trevor. Good on you. And if you've got a question or a problem or a comment about anything going on in your tech life, just jump on the blower, 1-800-157-157, or go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your tech life, if you've got a question, a problem, a comment, or anything about technology you want to have a chat about, jump on the phone, 1-800-157-157, or go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Veronica. Hi, Trevor. How are you? I'm excellent. What can I do for you today? Well, I had a go at upgrading my Windows 7 to Windows 10. I was listening to your podcast last week. Mm, and you got all excited. Inspired and it didn't quite go as I expected. Ah, what happened? Um, oh, nothing really. It's like I never did anything. Mm. Um, I, in, I did it on Sunday morning um, and... Because I, I checked everything, I backed up everything. Yep. Everything was ticked. All my I ticked all my boxes, and so I went to the download the little uh, thing. Um, you said you had to put in an email address, and they let you know. But virtually, when I clicked on that little icon at the bottom, mm. they just said, "Yeah, we just started doing it right then and there." Oh, perfect. So it just started downloading, and um, I remember you saying it was you were looking at the time clock, and it was only. You know, so I went off and did other things. Now, now is it downloading or is it just a big, big screen that, that says it's installing or what does it say it's doing at that point? And the percentages that it was okay. going through. Yes, yes. So I was just pottering around doing some housework, et cetera. And when I finally got back to it, uh, I think I looked at it when I was about 75% and I thought, well, okay, it's going to be finished in the next, you know, within the next half an hour or mm. something. Yeah. But when I got back to it again, it had just gone to a blank screen, totally black with a cursor in the middle. Couldn't move the cursor, didn't know. I thought, oh, okay. So I just rebooted it. I figured that's all the only option I could do. And then when it came back up, I got excited because there was the Windows 10 logo and the, the little circle was going around. Um, but then, you know, probably 15 minutes later, it just said, oh, reverting your system back to Windows 7. Oh. And it just came across the bottom of the screen, and there we go, and it's like nothing ever happened. My, my computer was back to normal, back to as it was. Well, that's interesting. So, I, and look, I've... Four hours, and... I've done a fair, fair few updates already, but I, to be honest, I'm... Um, 
Uh, I'm doing it differently. I've got a USB stick with it on. I'm, I'm a bit lucky. They gave me a stick that I could just whack mm-hmm. into any computer as long as it was the right version of Windows up, I was updating. Now, the, the, the original Surface I upgraded, the new Surface 3, I did a Yoga 3 Pro. But on a Yoga 2, interestingly, with a Lenovo, I had a similar experience where it would kind of go a bit of a way and then it would just, nah, just do nothing. Now, it seems like you went a lot further than I did. This one, in the end, I just kept doing it. I just was on the kitchen bench. I just every time I was in there, which isn't a lot, um, I'd, I'd keep trying. And in the end, it did upgrade. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd well, you give know, it another it go. Up, uh, with the Windows and it says, you know, click on here to find out why you failed. Yeah. It didn't really tell me anything, actually. It just said uh, it didn't give me anything. It said I could go and look at the the log for users or go to Windows. And um, uh, it didn't really tell me anything when I clicked on that, you know, click on the error message and find out the problem. Mm. Uh, But so then I tried to Google it and I came up with a couple of options being some kind of NVIDIA card and... um, NVIDIA. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember now. <laughs> well, um, so really well, that's an interesting thing because if there's an incompatibility problem, right? So if if one of your bits of hardware is causing is likely to cause issues, it should stop well before what you described. It should actually stop earlier than that and kind of say, "No, nah, it's not going to work," and and actually prevent you from going further. Hmm. Um, look, I don't know. Well, I look, did the check, and it, everything said was correct. I said had it was enough okay. space, and you know that little See, box that came up. Check all the boxes, yes. NVIDIA is your, is your video card. NVIDIA is the thing that allows oh. um, it allows Windows to display itself mm-hmm. on your screen, essentially. Really, really simply put. Okay. Um, but so if, if, if there was an incompatibility thing, I, I don't think you would have seen anything on the screen when it booted back up. But it no. might explain that issue with the black screen and the cursor. Look, there's two options, simply, I think. Mm. One is give it another whirl. Um, there's kind of no harm in trying other than time. And if you now know that you can kind of get it started and come back now and then click a few things and let it go, it hasn't caused any grief to your computer and unlikely it will the second time around. Now, if it doesn't work the second time around, I'd probably hold off. Now, I don't suspect you'll be the last. I've already, already spoken to someone else who has problems with certain things not working. There will be things that don't work on many people's computers that will get updated over time. It might be worth you holding off. And keeping your eye on the HP website for whether or not that, that PC has been updated, that NVIDIA card, and maybe okay. wait a month or so because a lot of stuff will be updated. The drivers will be updated. Um, mm-hmm. It could be worth holding off, but I'd okay. give it another whirl. I'd give it another go. So, But wait for a month, do you think? I'd, I'd give it another go now. And, you know, oh, worst, okay. worst case scenario, you're back in the same spot and it's just Windows 7 again. But well, then, right. then wait a month or so and see whether you can get it going because the advice uh, to an earlier caller was the same. Uh, once you've installed it, you need to check regularly and do Windows updates regularly to get things working. So it could be that mm. that, that will work. But no, I'd, I'd give it another whirl. And then if that doesn't work, I'd, I'd probably wait a month or so and, and give it another go. Well, I have the updates regularly, you know, critical updates and important updates automatically downloading. Of course, yeah. so. And that'll be the case on the, uh, yeah. on the new version as well. All right, good so, luck. Give it, give it another go. Yeah, I would. Why not? What's the harm? Yeah, that's true. It's just going to take me back to where I am. Exactly. A little bit of time. That's all. Hmm. All right, Veronica, oh, thank you for getting in touch. Thank you for giving me the confidence to try this.
all by myself. If, if confidence is what I can give, I've got it in spades. Don't worry about that. Good on you, Veronica. Thanks very much. Thank you so much, Trevor. Good on you. Have and you too, you too, and uh, you can get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. If you've got a problem with technology in your home, your life, your wherever it might be, get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Nikki. Hi, Trevor. How are you doing? Pretty good. What can I do for you? Um, I've got a, a malware virus on my Acer laptop. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you get so, such a thing on your laptop? What, you, what have you done? <laughs> oh, well, I was just looking on Seek.com and it seemed to want to upgrade it, but I don't think I needed to because I already had Google Chrome hmm. and something just sort of flashing at me and alarming me and I just, yeah, it wasn't very nice at all. So what so, have you done to try and rectify this problem? I did try and do the the, the scan with Kaspersky. Yes, Kaspersky. yes. Um, and then I also restored it back to an older date. Yes. Um, and then I just started to go to Internet Explorer only as opposed to Google Chrome. Mm. And that would work for a bit. And then it, then a little pop-ups would come and saying it's, uh, it's not, not abled anymore. Yeah, that's probably... So, so, it so it's, affect my search engines. It's probably, therefore, not your, um, your search engines. It's probably the operating system. Um, do you, what version of Windows are you running? 8.1. Do you um, did the computer come with eight point one, or have you upgraded it since you bought it? Um, it came with eight, and then I went to eight point one. Do you know how to do a full restore of the system, rather than just you know restoring your backup? Um, I probably do. I, I know I go to settings and to system and to settings. Yeah. Well, it's a bit more complicated than that. Um, what what okay. brand is it? Sorry, say again. What brand is the computer? Acer. So I would be scanning the, the internet for advice from Acer about doing a full system format. You need to wipe that machine because that, okay. that virus, that malware is lingering there and it may have been there for a month before it showed its ugly face and now whenever you renew it, it it's coming back. Um, yeah. I would advise that rather than using the Windows backup process now, I would plug in a hard drive and move your important files and folders over and mm-hmm. then I would wipe that machine. You want to do a full format. Now, most computers these days come with kind of a version of themselves kind of saved on the machine somewhere. I, mm-hmm. I, would, I would be going down that path, absolutely. A full system restore, a full system wipe, because um, it's, it sounds to me like you've, you've probably got something lingering there. And if that's not yeah. the sort of thing you feel comfortable doing, then it is absolutely worth getting either getting someone out like a geeks to you or finding a yeah. local computer store who can do a full wipe for you. And, and they might be able to do the backup as well, which, which can help you rest, uh, keep some of those important uh, files and folders. But I think you need to, okay. I think you need to uh, move away from doing restorations and start to yep. do a full, full wipe and full. restore. Okay. Just two questions, Trevor. Yep. Um, one, will the virus affect what I've backed up already? Well, obviously there is that risk. On my external hard drive. I've done it on external hard drive. There is that risk that you will move the virus to the hard drive. But it's more likely that it was installed without you knowing in a place where it won't be easily found. So then I think the risk is lower, much lower, and therefore I would be a risk I would take. Okay. All right. And and last question. Um, my my um, virus protection is about to expire anyway. Yep. Um, 
is Katsuski okay to carry on with, or should I go to Trend Micro? Is that a faster sort of system, or is it more better, or is it doesn't really matter which one I go for? I'm I'm pretty much of the opinion I don't think there's too much between each of them in terms of basic okay. uh, internet security. A lot of them have other features like their backups or their link scanning and stuff like that, which is um, sensational. But if you um, if you have the highest grade Kaspersky, I would probably stick with that. Okay. All right. And it. And the cost to be is around the one hundred and fifty mark. Is that yeah, the budget, right? that, that's about the budget. I think anyone spending less than a hundred dollars is probably not as protected as they could be. <laughs> and that's not to say that the ones under a hundred dollars or free aren't great. They mm-hmm. they just may lack certain features like anti phishing or certain malware protection. So, yeah, I, I do think you're you're, you're probably longer. yeah exactly all right. Okay. And for the repair, you, what cost would you be looking at there? Look, the, it's one of those, it's, it's a time issue, right? So I would walk in and ask them what they charge because it's a pretty standard procedure. So they shouldn't, yeah. they, they should know. But my thought is you're probably up for a couple of hundred dollars. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, thanks so much for your help, too. Good I luck, appreciate Nikki. it. No problems at all. If you've got a question, a problem, a comment, or a, any, you want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, jump on the phone, one eight hundred one five seven one five seven. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to go to the website eftm.com.au. Go to the Facebook, like EFTM online. Join me on Twitter at Trevor Long, at EFTM, at Your Tech Life. Uh, the more you follow, the more you have a chance to win, the more you interact with me, the more I, I feel happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> they say money makes money doesn't make you happy, but geez, followers do. No. My son said to me today, we we're talking about Clash of Clans, and hello to the couple of uh, people, uh, I should acknowledge you by name, but my phone's not with me, um, who joined my clan, EFTM is the clan on, on uh, Clash of Clans. My son said, can my mates join? And I said, yeah, sure. He goes, oh, I didn't know if it was just your followers. And I said, I sound like a cult leader. <laughs> not a cult leader. Um, so, always good. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading each and every week. I'll be back next week. It's uh, pretty much guaranteed. Pretty much. Although, as I turn the page to episode 294, it's blank. Blank, I tell you. It's only you who can help me fill that page with your questions, your comments, your problems, whatever they are about technology. Um, Get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We'll talk to you next week.